So I would love to talk a little bit more about human design because I've this is a topic that keeps coming up for me recently. Like I, like I interview you and then I had someone else a couple days ago that was telling me about, and I'm just like, this is something I've never heard of before until like three weeks ago. So wow. can you talk to me like I'm four, like and explain to me what human design is? Yes. I, I love, okay. It's, whew, I love human design. Um, literally changed my life. So what it is, it's kind of the way I like to explain it. It's like an astrology chart, but on crack. It's different. <laughs> so it's your energetic blueprint of who you are. So it takes your birthday, your day, and time, location, and it creates this chart for you. And so it was created by this guy named Ra in 1987. So it is very newer, but he used old modalities to create it. So it he used astrology, the chakra system quantum physics, I Ching, and Kabbalah to create this modality, basically this tool, uh, human design. It was channeled. Yes. I read those books. They have the raw material. I was like, wow, that's in 87. That sounds familiar. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. Okay. Okay. I hold it. Like it was not something that he logically put together, completely channeled it from source. And it's mind-blowing. So what this chart tells you, it tells you so many things of who you are. It tells you where your intuition lies. It also tells you like when you are in alignment, what it feels like to be in alignment, what it feels like to be out of alignment. It also tells you where your fears land. It tells you how to make decisions. Uh, it tells you like certain aspects that are part of who you are. Like for me, that lack of like that sense of unworthiness is something that is part of my energetic blueprint. And so learning that is how do I work with this? Like, how do I work with this side by side and accept it? And that is something that is not going to go away. And it just gives you this different perspective of who you are and the things that you thought were wrong with you it tells you it's okay to be that and you find this sense of kindness and compassion towards yourself best way that i can explain it and so there are five types in human design you have the manifestors the manifesting generators generators projectors and reflectors so i'm going to briefly explain each type you can get your chart and enter your birth information for anybody who's like listening or watching through mybodygraph.com. There is also two other websites, uh, Jovian Archive, that's also a good one, and uh, Genetic Matrix. Mm -hmm. And so those ones, you can like, the, my body graph is the one that just looks most user-friendly and easiest to just navigate, but you can get it from the other two websites as well. They're just as accurate. And so when you look at, when you first look at your chart, it looks a little like, there's like shapes and lines. And I remember when I first saw my design chart, I had no idea what I was looking at. I actually ended up taking a course and that is how I learned about it. Okay. So I do recommend either taking a course or getting a reading, a reading to start off. And if it's something that you want to learn more of than taking a course, I recommend that because the even if you order the human design book, or if you try to read what those websites say, like my body graph, it's so dry 
that it's really difficult to like grasp or connect to. So that's why a reader is good because a reader can speak it to you in the human language. (laughs) Human design language. Yeah, but also like using like real life examples, which I'm going to kind of use a little bit with like the when explaining the types. And so that way, like you can actually understand, oh, okay, that's what it means to be this. So you have the five types. So the manifestors, they are the trailblazers. So they're the only type that can actually initiate and initiate an idea. Like they'll get an idea literally from source and they're the only ones that can actually initiate it and put it out there. But they need to give people a heads up because their aura is so powerful. So if they don't give people a heads up, then it doesn't land as well. So this is kind of like a really big on communication or if there, if you are an entrepreneur and you are a manifester, like showing behind the scenes or letting your audience know what you're working on. Because if you come out with like a creative project or program right off the back without letting them know, it's kind of the energetic aura is like really harsh. And so manifestors they also have like their, so each type has a not self theme. And so this is when you know you are out of alignment. So the manifestor's not self theme is anger. So as a manifestor, when you're angry, you are not in alignment. So that is good to check in and see what is making you angry. Why are you angry? Manifestors like, they're very independent. And when they are in their zone of genius, they do not want to be disturbed. So if they are disturbed, then that's when they can get angry. So the imagery that comes to mind is like when you're seeing a, a child just coloring, doing their own thing, and then parents come along and they say, well, you got to go to bed, and the child just gets mad. Like, that's a manifested child. Like, And when I'm saying mad, like, I'm not saying frustrated or hissy or annoyed I'm like or bitter like I'm saying mad like angry there's like a sense of anger then that's a manifester and okay. so those are the manifestors then we got the generators and the generators are the builders the generators like to do things like in a linear step-by-step process and do not want to feel rushed and so they are here like it's basically the generators and the manifesting generators are 70 percent of the population so a lot of the stuff that you hear in society is based on those types um but obviously society it's not in alignment but the generators and manifesting generators have a lot of energy and they are the ones who have that gut response it's called sacral response and the other types don't have that So I don't have like a gut feeling. Like if you told me to trust my gut, I would not. I never understood what that meant. I'm a generator and what you just said makes sense to me. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah, so they are, yeah, the generators are the builders, but they are also like, because they have the energy to do things, they are meant to do things that light them up. And if they're, if generators are doing something that doesn't light them up, then they're not self-famous frustration. So it is important when those moments, if you're, if you're a generator and you're not doing something, you're light up, like, how can you get help and outsource that or walk away from it and come back on it like a later time? Because the minute you get frustrated, then that just 
kind of it's a wall and it things just take longer to do it's you're you're forcing it at that point you're going into that forcing energy and so it is really important for generators to have fun and also for generators to play and burn their energy so what do i mean is that if you work like your eight hour day and you still have energy after work go do something like go for a run do something that lights you up because then you'll be able to sleep better at night. Whereas if you don't fully burn the entire energy throughout the day, like if you're just doing Netflix and chill, for example, you'll have trouble sleeping because you just have so much energy. Uh, you're totally describing my whole life here. <laughs> like when I'm done with work for the day, I'm like ready to run a marathon. I mean, I'm not, I don't run anywhere, but I, I love to like remain active and it definitely helps at night, later at night. So, yeah, exactly. And exactly. I, when I feel frustrated, you think the whole world is coming crashing down. <laughs> because it's, yeah, <laughs> yep, I hear that. And the only reason I, I'm not very familiar with uh, uh, human design, but I did go and get and like saved the graph. I like read it over a hundred times. I'm like, I don't really know what this means, but I guess it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I do recommend everybody to either take a course uh, or a human design reading, uh, either or. Just I'm sure a course is easy to find. Yeah, there's, there's many courses out there. Um, I do readings and embodiment, but I don't have a course. So right now, well, who knows? Maybe in the future I will, but Maybe. right now it's it's more one-to-one. -one. I prefer sure. the one-to-one, -one, more personal. Um, then we got the manifesting generator. So they are a mix of manifestors and generators. So still like in that same generator theme of like having that amount of energy, needing to burn it, making sure they they do things that light them up. But a manifesting generator likes to have their hands in multiple pots. So that means if you're a manifesting generator, you love doing all the things. You love trying everything. You, you want to try everything. Like imagine you put a manifesting generator in Costco and they are in heaven with all the sampling. <laughs> Like, sample this, sample that, sample all the things. And so even as an entrepreneur, like manifesting journeys love doing all things and that's okay. You are meant to. So if you have a business and you are a coach and you want to create journals, you can do that. You can do that. Just, you know, as long as you got your strategy all good and your energetic alignment, you're all, you're, it's all good. You can have multiple hands in, sorry, multiple no, you had it. Hands in different pots. pots. Yeah. <laughs> that was just like brain fart right there. <laughs> um, and so the other thing with manifesting generators is that, so generators like to do things in a linear way. Manifesting generators, not so much. They are a little more impatient and they tend to skip a bunch of steps to get to the end. And so sometimes what happens is they have to go back and redo it. Other times it works out well. Uh, so it is, they work really fast and it's kind of like getting things done to move on to the next thing. And it kind of goes hand in hand of wanting to do all the things. And so as a manifesting generator, my biggest kind of like key advice is make sure you are mindful of your calendar to not overload your schedule. Because yes, you do have the energy to do a lot as a generator, but you can you can still burn out of like, or get overwhelmed about wanting to do all the things. So being very mindful of your calendar and 
saying you don't need to do it all at once. Like you don't need to do all these certificate and programs all at once. Like some things can happen in three months time. And so it's just being a little bit mindful of that. And a manifesting generator, interesting, they're not self-theme is both anger and frustration. So it is, it both come up. So very mindful of like when it's coming up, like the anger, like, is it sometimes that you are in your zone of genius, like a manifester that you get disrupted? And is that when anger pops in? And so, and you can like initiate a little bit like a manifester, but you still need to give people the heads up. Okay. So it's, it's kind of like uh, generators. It's in like, it's uh, sorry, like responding. So generators is a classic, like the universe gives generators a sign. And so the generators follow that sign, like based on their gut feeling. So they, there's a sign they're like, does that feel right? Yes or no. And then that's how they go. Manifesting generators get the sign from the universe. They give people a heads up and then they put it out there. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So it's like a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. I can see how knowing that about yourself would definitely bring a lot of clarity, similar to astrology, like you said. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Similar, like similar, but different. Right. Right. A little bit uh, easier to understand. Yes. And I find it's a little bit more logical. I did find, um, I don't want to put genders in boxes, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I do find that men who are not spiritual or find astrology too woo-woo are more open to human design because it offers a more logical perspective to it. Right. I don't think that's putting anyone in a box. I mean, that's just your experience and how you perceived it. Yeah, it's how I perceived it. And I just find like that it just, it lands better. Um, Sure it lands better for people, especially those who are a little bit more hesitant on the astrology aspect. Right. Yeah. It's the stigma for sure. I know. So so there's projectors then is the fourth one. Yeah. Fourth one is projectors. So projectors are the guides. Uh, So they are here to guide the other types and they see things that the other types don't like. They really see through people. They can see a situation differently. And they are meant to guide the person to the right direction. And so because they are guides, they um, they do not have the same amount of energy as the other types. So projectors are technically meant to work four to six hours. And I'm putting that in air quotes because I just don't want to say that a projector cannot work eight hours. Right. Projector can work eight hours. It's just like, how mindful are you in your eight hour day? Are you taking breaks? And so it is important for projectors to be very mindful about their energy. So are you napping or meditating or just taking a break, a five minute break, closing your eyes, doing it, like taking in a few breaths or just lying down and having some stillness. Each projector is going to be different. I love napping. Like napping is my thing, but it's not all projectors are nappers. And I understand that. And so it's, yeah, be mindful. And so because we don't like projectors don't have that energy, we have to wait for the invitation. So to, we have to be invited in 
to when we want to guide or when we want to talk about a topic. Uh, we cannot be the ones reaching out. So like the cold calling like sales does not work for projectors. But also, I know when I first started my coaching business, like I was told to create a media kit file to reach out to potential podcasters. Right, right. As a projector, that doesn't work. But that's how we met. So how was how to was that hard for you? No, because a projector doesn't mean that I like it's different when it's one to one, but sure. I can still go up and show still show up in a networking event. Like I it doesn't, so it's like kind of like don't let it limit you, right? So okay. I can still show up for a networking event, raise my hand and be like, Hi, this is who I am, this is what I'm looking for, and then sit back and wait for it to be invited in. So That's it's exactly what happens. <laughs> Exactly. I'm glad it happened that way. Or even like going on Instagram and saying, here are my services. And then sitting back and trusting, like waiting for the clients to like reach out to me versus me reaching out to clients, even though I may know one person that may be perfect for a program I have or perfect for a one-to-one coaching I have me reaching out to them, even though I know them and have been in touch with them, me reaching out to them is still creates a wall Sure. because we are not meant to guide everybody. We don't have the energy to guide everybody. So each projector has its own niche, so to speak, but a niche doesn't necessarily have to be a niche. Like I, I don't, I, my ideal client is not niche. Like I told the universe, let I'm letting the universe niche it for me. So just bring align clients that want to work with me. And then that's, that's my niche. Awesome. And so, yeah, so projectors, uh, not self-theme for projectors is bitterness. And so projectors, we feel bitter, especially when we don't feel seen. So as a projector, feeling seen and words of affirmation are huge. So being recognized for our gifts and recognized for what we love to do is like, being told that recognition is really important for us. And so if you do have someone in your life who is a projector, Make sure like that you recognize them and that you take that moment to ask them like how they're doing or if they want to participate in the conversation. You will often find uh, projectors in group settings like kind of be the quiet ones because we are just observing and that we won't speak unless we are invited in. So it's kind of like come into the conversation. Somebody wants to ask us about our thoughts on the topic or if we have something to say, then it invites us in. We're like, oh, yeah, we want to share. Like, of course we want to share. And so those are the, yeah, the big aspects of projectors. Um, Being a projector myself, like it, and now living with my design, it's definitely a sense of like calmness and peace with myself because a lot of projectors like I was, we run like generators Mm -hmm. and we just plug into everything around us. And what ends up happening is, is that that's when projectors by a certain age will experience burnout or health complications, health issues, because we do not have the, we don't have the energy of like working eight hours and like running before work and like doing all the things after work and then going to bed. Like if we don't have that capacity, if we like, if we throw in some meditation, some nap time, some resting in between all that, we will be fine. Sure. But yeah, we have that ability to see things, um, see things that the other types can't. And so that is kind of for 
for me as a projector, like I'm able to, if I'm in a coaching session, like I can see what my client is going through without even like asking too many questions and I can help like guide them to where they need to be, to where they need to go and what feels right for them as well. Amazing. So really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That is really cool. Totally a new topic for me and that you just helped a lot with my own chart. Yeah. Yeah. Cause now I know a little bit more about it. So there's yeah. one last type though, that I'm going to say like quickly. Oh, there's, I thought there were only four. Five. Five. Oh, I thought there were four. Yay. Okay. Yes. Keep going. <laughs> so the last type is the reflectors and the reflectors are actually like the one, they're 1% of the population. Oh, okay. Oh, so, so they don't, we don't want to forget about them. <laughs> no, we don't forget about them. Um, so reflectors, um, what they do is they, sample auras they like sample everybody's aura and like kind of like just taking it in um which is really interesting because they don't have any centers so when you look at a human design chart you have like all the shapes so those are called centers if they're the centers are colored it means they're defined and if they're white means that they're undefined um or sorry, or open. And so what does that mean is when they are undefined or open is that you're taking the energy from the outside world in. And so reflectors have none of like, like no defined centers. So that is how they're able to sample and they mirror back everything to us. And so when you meet a reflector, a lot of times people say, I have yet to meet one, but a lot of times people say is that you see a part of you in them because they are mirroring it back to you. And so they are very interesting people. Um, they see things differently than everybody else, very out of the box thinkers. And they do not have any like inner authority so like any like inner feeling of like intuition like they don't have gut feeling there's many different types of human design but they don't have any of that so for them it's very much their decision making process is they need to wait a full 28 days before making a decision because they don't have any centers and they are um each day it goes the the transits go through a different cycle they go through ups and downs of decisions so like if they need to buy a house for example they need to wait 28 days to make that decision because day one might be a hell no and then day six might be a hell yes and then there might be a maybe i don't know in there and so they need to go through this entire process of like up and down like literally like all over the place because they work a lot with the transits and then at the final like 28 days and that's when they make their decision and so their not self theme is disappointment and so when they are disappointment that's when you know like kind of like they need to check in and see what's wrong and because they have all these open centers environment is key for them so they need to make sure in whatever environment they are in, it feels right. And that is like all environments, like who they are surrounded by, their actual home itself, uh, the actual city or town they live in. It is like so important for reflectors to be in the right environment. And if it doesn't feel right, something needs to shift for sure, because they have all these open centers that they just kind of take, take, a, take things in and mirror it back. And so in the wrong environment, it can lead to that not self theme of disappointment. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That would be really hard. I can imagine. I feel as though, um, um, projectors are kind of 
like the empaths of the world and yes. reflectors are kind of the uh I don't really have a word for it but they're they're the ones that I feel like we need the most yeah you know because well, yeah Funny enough, you say say that because as we all know, we are in this very interesting time we are living in because we are going through this, I want to call upgrading of human evolution. And the reflectors and projectors are the ones that are going to guide the collective towards Absolutely. Absolutely. Because for the longest time, it was working in a manifesting generator generator world. Um, and where we are going is more of that projector reflector um thing so it's like kind of like guiding everybody else to you know like a projector like doing things effortlessly like things are meant to be easy and that kind of like ideology of like you don't need to hustle and grind to work um of what it was because the generators had that energy have that energy and they're able to hustle and grind but it's teaching them that you can do other things with your energy and you can do things that are fulfill you and light you up so that is like kind of like yeah the projectors and reflectors were like here to like bring the evolution of humanity up they're here to help with the spiritual awakenings exactly (laughs) (laughs) full circle